Welcome to Fur What It's Worth. Y'all got some fucking problem. An introduction to and exploration of the furry fandom. Are we doing this? What? Oh, what the hell is that smell? Rude, do you have any rubbers? Oh, God. Oh, oh. <laughs> this show is entrapment. It's the first fool, Rude, with his fart fetish. And tugs. Oh, God. What died in here? I'm out of here. This is that time where everyone can just turn off their podcasting app of choice. Mm, does something smell good, Tugs? Your ass. <laughs> well, it's another episode. You're here to listen to us talk about. Do you remember? I remember. remember? Do you remember? I remember. So, um, this is Rue and talking to you through your ear holes. And this is this um, esteemed host, Mr. Tugs. You're really struggling with this link, aren't you? I, it's kind of weird, but you know what? <laughs> Let's run with it. Oh my god, you're so funny. Did you know you know New York? Unique New York. Yes. <laughs> Don't do your audio warmups. Anyway, uh, you know what? I was going to change the name of this episode, and I should have. I was going to have it be Star Wars: The Next Generation. Oh my goodness, you should have. <laughs> oh come on. Let's just change it now. <laughs> because it's self-referential. Uh, but it's so much better, and it will offend so many people. And you know, it's my joke. <laughs> Do you want? If you want, you can start. It you know, over. I've stopped using that joke though. Have you heard me say that joke after? A I don't hear seasons? you say much of anything anymore. Uh, oh, that's sad. So, what have you been up to, Mister Tugs? Oh God, I didn't even fill this in. Uh, I had Thanksgiving, and yeah? it was good. I'm on my new microphone, and it is good too. It's blue. It is so therefore, blue. it must be better than any other microphone. Right? <laughs> it is. And it gives me that <laughs> sexy voice. Closer to that you sexy do, voice. You do sound pretty sexy. I know. I could be like, are you wearing anything? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many people listen to the show nude. You know, I bet that there's a lot of people that listen to our show on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> That's a given. <laughs> ah, I bet it smells so fa- fragrant in there. Oh, I bet you're excited about it, too. You're like, mm. oh, Totally, Tugs. Totally. Oh, yeah. Get the FDA out of here. FDA. Get the EPA out of here. Get yeah. all of it out of here. This is gross. Um, <laughs> why are we... Every episode, we open up with a poo joke now. What is going on with our show? No I more. No We're killing this it's, tradition. It's going right down the poo-poo shoot. The poo-poo shoot? That sounds like Lady Gaga. <laughs> It could be Lady Gaga's new song, The Poo Poo Shoot. <laughs> uh, what else have I been up to? I've been talking in the Telegram group, and people really enjoyed your rendition of our Patreon music. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was pretty good. I heard that Splatoon had a new update that you're pretty excited, and I'm not excited about. Why? Because of the freaking Screamo! <laughs> oh, oh, yeah! Yeah. Uh. Yeah, it, no you know, more. <laughs> what? What's wrong with squids playing screamo? I, you know, one day, one day, I'll just have to um, record Rue's best hits, and we'll do a screamo album. Rue's best tits. What? Rue's best tits. <laughs> Rue's best tits. Ha 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 ha.
Uh, I haven't been up to a whole lot other than just starting the new job, so that's that's exciting. What about you? Uh, you know, I have been up to playing Assassin's Creed, the Syndicate. And I did do some Black Friday stuff. Online Shame shopping. on you. Online shopping. What'd you Isn't get? that okay? You, you went online shopping, right? No, I don't even have the internet right now. Oh, uh, yeah, you're stealing internet from somebody else. <laughs> I, I am! <laughs> <laughs> for the benefit of the show, right? Right, for the benefit of all the furry fandom, we have to do this. <sighs> what did you buy? Well, why what? No, what did you buy? Oh, I bought a Christmas present that I'm not allowed to disclose, or somebody will find out what it is. He doesn't listen. Well, okay. I bought a blender. A blender. He bought a blender, everyone. I know. I know. It sounds so exciting, right? No, you know what? But, I, I was just saying But my so- husky loves practical gifts. That's just him. Like, in comparative <laughs> to me, gift. like, I'm all about confetti and cookies, and he's about, hmm, let's see, wh- what is something that's practical? Oh, a knife set. No. You know? <laughs> do, you like remember, do you remember when you were a kid, and you'd be like, I want a Nintendo, and you'd get so excited over the, like, the toys, and then as an adult, you're like, yes, a vacuum! Like, who? <laughs> <laughs> Do you I remember, <laughs> I remember um, his mom got us a vacuum, and I was just so excited. Like, it was the best Christmas present. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bought because my... vacuums are expensive. They are. I bought myself a little Dyson one, and I was like, oh, yeah, I got a great vacuum. I'm so excited to vacuum. And I said, what the fuck am I excited about? <laughs> <laughs> and then you bought, um, and then you paid, like, housekeepers to come over. Yeah, I was like, yay, a housekeeper. Wait, shit. <laughs> why am I? Why can't I get excited? Like, go, yeah, iPad or something? Because I don't. I mean, I kind of do, but it's equal to yay vacuum. So yeah, I just I just haven't been up to to a whole lot. So that's pretty much it. Maybe I get excited for TVs like I do toys. Yeah, I'm like yeah, television. A brand new TV. It is exciting. Yeah, we, well, we when did you get a new actually TV. just recently buy a brand new TV. I know. It's pretty awesome. I know, but you bought a Samsung. Okay, none of that's important. So, do the cookie. Okay, awesome. Will he reuse another one? Is he ready? Is he going to bed with pastries again? It's Ruse Cookie Time, not sponsored by Betty Crocker. Do it. All right, guys, it's that time again. It's the cookie time moment. I can't hear any of the sound effects on the other end. There's none. But here we go. <laughs> in a thousand years, none of this shit will matter in bed with the cookies. In a thousand years, none of this shit will matter. No! Ah! <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. You can do the rest of the episode by yourself, your your shitty little self. <laughs> what did I do? <sighs> I'm just kidding. I'm just confused. <laughs> What's all about this like shit and poop and like gassy smells and stuff like that? You love ah. gassy smells. Ah, gassy smells. Okay. We're done. <laughs> I t-
Scott. Well, we hope you enjoyed Potty Break, and now it's time to do the rest of the show. Goodbye. <laughs> if you're still here. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to talk about multi-generational furries, which is a very interesting thing. And the background of the story is I was sitting at a village in one day with our guest, and I found out your mom's a furry and you're a furry. Wait, this happens? When did this start happening? Like, it had never occurred to me. And this was like, what, 10 years ago? And it was forever ago. So um, we never lived in the same city till now. So uh, say hi, Anya. Hi, Anya. <laughs> <laughs> well so how long have you been a furry oh god forever <laughs> it's been pushing. well how long is forever elaborate for our, our guests or so, our, hosts, our listeners <laughs> so i was trying to think about this the other day it's probably been officially close to 18 years 18 years and when did i meet you like 10 years ago right uh probably More. closer to 15 Jeez. Well, it was the, was that your first Weird Al concert you were going to? Oh, God, no. That was like third. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know that was an offensive question. <laughs> so who got who into the fandom? So I, okay, initially it was my brother was the one who brought, brought the furry thing home. You know, he did the whole. Was it pinned to his shirt? Like, yeah, like a school well, Basically, note? you know, he had the little, you know, the little uh, fur on the collar, you know. Uh-huh. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to college, and one of my classmates, they come wear, come to class wearing a tail, and you'd probably be into this. And I'm like, stop talking to me. I, you're, you're in my head. <laughs> so I picked up on it and you know, did the whole ancient internet searching and finally figured it out. And then it comes about probably two or three years into me being in the fandom, I bring home my first boyfriend, who's a flaming idiot, but we won't go there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so he comes in, and he meets my mom. And my mom, she's a special one. Uh, most par So I've heard down the line that most furs are, you know, like, oh, I can't, my parents can't find out. Everybody's going to, you know, they'll kick me out of the house and stuff. My mom jumped in both feet. She's like, yeah, I want to run around in silly outfits and, oh, look at the pretty art and read the friend stories. And so <laughs> so she came in after me, and now uh, my whole family is, is in the fandom. My, even my very conservative dad is. What? <laughs> yes, we all are. <laughs> yeah, mom and dad will go back, and they'll, they've been to Anthrocon. They've been to couple other littler cons and <laughs> hmm when did this madness start <laughs> i want to say probably around 95 you know right right around mid 90s somewhere 95 so 20 years god right <laughs> i forget <laughs> i'm old I'm total gray muzzle. No, no, it's fine. It's, it's just, it seems, I don't know. I'm still in the phase where I think like the nineties are a thing that happened last week. Oh, and exactly. They're not. They're oh, right. Not. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting old tugs. We're getting old. <laughs> I, I did not allow this. I did not approve. <laughs> Sorry. Um, what was your last con? Oh God. <laughs> 
actual last fur con was, of all things, for Idaho. For Idaho? For frickin' Idaho. That was a joke. For Idaho? Really? <laughs> I was there for all two years of it. Yeah, you and I both. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I remember that convention. <laughs> oh, man. That was a... Oh. That was a something, wasn't uh, it? it? It was definitely a something, yes. <laughs> <laughs> We got to be guests of honor for two years, Tugs. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was that was something. Okay, so have you have have you had like a family vacation to a con? Like you're like we're having a family trip. Everybody put your fur suit on. <laughs> um, I guess officially, um. The last year of Rocky Mountain Fur Con. I actually went down, and that happened to be in the town where my parents were living at the time, and just, I'm like, hey, I need a room si- roommate situation. Hey, mom, what are you doing? And so. <laughs> so she's gone with you to con? Yeah. <laughs> Much she's to my been sh- your roommate before and everything. The whole shebang, like. yep. That's awesome. Yeah, I've had to hold her little paw and be like, this, this is a panel, and these are fursuiters, and no, you don't touch that. <laughs> do you, what, kind of, what kind of reactions do you get where, like, someone finds out that, like, your mom's a furry and you're a furry? I, I, I'm assuming that they make the assumption of your mom got you into it, which that's kind of why I liked you for this topic is because you did it in reverse, right? <laughs> I Basically in reverse, yes. Uh What's the reaction you get, though? Are people well, making that assumption? So, so again, my mom's been pretty active in the fur community back in Denver. And so everybody just kind of knew us as a matched pair. And it never really came up of the whole who, who got who into what. <laughs> oh, this... <laughs> huh. But occasionally there, they'll be like, especially like this last week doing Thanksgiving of... It would come up on occasion, like, oh, you're going to, if you have to go back home or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, oh, don't you have to, like, stash stash away the suit? Do you have to put away the tail? I'm like, no, I have to make sure I bring the right suit. And <laughs> <laughs> So, you know what we forgot to say? What's your species? I am a kitsune. Uh, just, just a three-tail, though. <laughs> just, just a three-tail. <laughs> what, what's the difference in number of tails? Uh there are various legends and such, but uh, apparently Ninetail is the highest rank and most powerful. And is that why Ninetails is a Pokemon? See, picking it up. <laughs> I, seriously, so, yeah. that that is that is why that is why you've got the little Vulpix that will evolve into the more powerful, the stronger Ninetails. <laughs> So is it like as you're leveling up in life, you get an extra tail? Basically, like, yes. <laughs> does it burst out of your pants? <gasps> He's bouncing. Does it come all at once or does it just slowly grow in? Is it like well, a bamboo shoot? Oh, oh my God, this piece of junk phone. Oh, her phone is getting in on the interview. <laughs> So funny enough. Ah, so you're also a poppy fur, it sounds like. Yeah, her phone's like, <laughs> oh, God. hey, what are you doing? <laughs> hey, listen. You've been away from me for like 10 minutes. <laughs> well, funny enough, my husband, my now husband, 
hopefully to be forever husband because I love him. <laughs> uh, he's a he's a three-tailed kitsune as well, but we joked pretty hard that when he graduated college, he definitely earned that fourth tail. And he's like, yeah, but I keep it, you know, keep it close, you know, tucked in the pants. I don't, I don't want everybody knowing. Is there significance <laughs> about the three tails, like for you? Uh, for me, just because of, you know, go way too deep into character background and... It, it's my it's my little obnoxious. <laughs> uh, so my character is a gray kitsune, uh, the neutral color throughout. But the three tails are like my three sides. I have a white tail that's completely innocent. I have a black tail that's completely guilty. And then there's a gray tail that is my neutral self. Hmm. So do you think that you'll ever add an additional tail as, as your life goes on? Oh, that's a real good question. If I do get one, I'm hoping it's going to be swirly, like those old uh, little swirl co- uh, ice cream cones. With the little I imagine a Dreamcast swirl. That's what it swirl. Yeah, there, there we go. <laughs> we call this the twisty dip. Well, so we actually have an email about second generation furries. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and read that. It's from Moss. He said, Hi, hey, Moss. Guys. Hi, Moss. <laughs> Hello, Moss. Hey, guys. I ju- just a quick email about second-generation furries. I've never met a second-generation furry, but I do have some questions for some. My biggest one, would, um, though, would to be, um, do you think that you would have found or joined the fandom if your parents weren't furry? And are you and your parents, Fursona, the same species? On a side note, I do have a friend that is the reverse of a second-generation furry. He got his mom into the fandom, so that's cool. So I guess we have to reverse the first question, too. (laughs) Reverse, reverse, turned it around on itself. So, so those questions are for you. Yeah, processing. <laughs> I was going to say, I can see the steam coming out of her ears. Uh, I'm going to go, again, bringing my, my husband into this. Uh, he's a, a grand example of the has to keep furry under the under the covers, parents can't find out, all that. Oh, right. <laughs> Eye rolls to hunt here and done. Myself, even if my... If it, even if it had been my mom that had brought me into it, if she had not discovered it first, I probably still would have fallen in the circles. Um, it just was a wonderful happenstance to be able to, to actually have us all fall into it and be like, hey, this is a great community with a lot of good, great people and uh, fantastic artists and storytellers and musicians and just... It's it's just an amazing group of folks, and we love being part of the family. <laughs> Do you feel like it's helped you grow closer to your mom? Yes and no. Um, it, like, it, go it, ahead and elaborate. It, it is wonderful being able to be, to share passions with her. Like again, I'm a big fan of the art and the suits, uh, and being able to be like, oh, check out. Yo, this artist or this uh, or sitting at a con, just sitting there having breakfast and being like, oh, look at that cute little wolf over there. (laughs) 
you know, the, the nudge, nudge, wink, wink, wink kind of talk. <laughs> uh, but there's also on the other side of, I like being in the fandom, but I like being, having my own thing going on at times. You know, do you, you want to jump out of the nest and fly away baby bird. And it was especially a problem back when I was living at home, at home or in the same area as my mom. Of they had to look over my shoulders, like, is my mom here? Uh, is she going to come crash this party that might get a little risque? <laughs> and so, <laughs> <laughs> I, I could see that. I it would be like, oh, was my mom invited here too? <laughs> so, so are you? So are you into it? It's the same level as your mom, because I know for you, you you have a very deep like. You know, it, it's it's the core of your identity, right? Actually, and it's it's. I remember that even back when I met you, because I was like, like you, you're not doing it a little bit. You're like, fuck. I, it I, I am. I am full bore in. Yeah. yeah. So is your is your mom in like that too, uh, or is she more just kind of casual about I it? I want to say she's about seventy five percent of my level. It's of... like normal, by the way. Like seventy five percent of what you have. Is... <laughs> no... yeah. So 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 yeah. On the on the logar- logarithmic scale. <laughs> Um, she still, again, she uh, tries to attend the local meets, uh, has bought art, but she does not, I want to say how to say it. She has, some, she withholds in some areas. She does withhold in some areas. Yeah. There's not a lot of our, our personal extended family knows that she is part of the fandom. They know I am, and they're like, oh, she's that weird little black sheep. And I'm like, no, I'm a gray fox. Thank you. <laughs> Get it correct, people. Get it correct. I can, I can literally hear the audience screaming. They want to know, though. Is your mom also a kitsune? Oh, gosh, no. My mother is a badger. How do you, how do you explain? Like, because, because I guess, do you, have a, do you have a different, like, scenario backstory in fandom versus out of fandom then? You're not related okay. at all, right? Uh. For my personal backstory, it's the whole tragic orphan right. found blah blah the high fantasy bullshit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm sitting here with a mother badger and a father barn owl. So we're sitting here. We'll sit there and joke about how how does an owl and a badger spit out a kitsune and a skunk? <laughs> huh. Do do you get that question a lot? I imagine you would. Uh, we do get it quite a bit, and it's it kind of comes down now. Uh, my mom kind of likes to be motherly, and will she be? And again, back in the local communities where she's active and people know her, they'll refer to, refer to her as Badger Mum, or she's <laughs> she's the little den mother. Oh man! <laughs> so she's kind of how, taken how on do that you role. React to that. I mean, everybody's calling her mom basically and it's like hey she is my mom like <laughs> <laughs> well generally those those of our, our community that will call her mom they're pretty close on to me we're in the same circles and i i i'm like that's okay i'll, I'll consider you my brother i'll consider you my sister and this is oh, back home in colorado right? back in colorado yeah right how long have you been in seattle uh just over two years now did you feel any separation anxiety Oh, every freaking day. Yeah. Do you miss your home oh, community? I miss I miss my home community dearly. Um, again, I'm 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 in the fandom and such with my mother, but I'm a lot closer to my dad, 
And unfortunately, his involvement in the fandom is basically he has a character and a name, and that's about it. So he's hobby for sure. He's not lifestyle. He's so hobby. Yeah, he's super casual. Uh. <laughs> well, that's interesting. So your dad is also kind of in the fandom. As yeah, well. yeah. He's 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 had the uh, check mark of attended a couple cons. Uh, Sorry, I didn't catch that earlier. <laughs> that's no trouble. That's no trouble. So. Does he go to cons and think it's it's weird? Is is he doing it? Is, is one of those things where it's like, well, my wife's into it. I guess I'll participate a little bit to support her. I th- I think he honestly has has fallen in love with the fandom as well. Yeah. He he. Uh. I think when he discovered the, the his own persona, it was when I was volunteering with a raptor slash birds of prey rescue. And he had like almost a spiritual moment the time that he met the barn owl that was the educational ambassador bird that was at this rescue. And he's like, I'm having this weird connection to this to this critter. And I'm like, do you think that's maybe like a totem or a familiar? And I had to spend two hours describing what's a totem, what's a familiar. <laughs> but then he's like, you know, I think I kind of... I think Owl has guided me. I'm like, hey, if you want to be a barn owl, that's cool with me. And he's like, I think I do want to be one. <laughs> hmm. So <laughs> you've got a bed for mom, an owl for a dad, but not in fandom. This is enjoy. I'm, I'm enjoying oh, building. Yeah, this. Our, our family's a freaking riot. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I would love to get the whole clan on Mike, but unfortunately, they're rather luddites and technology is beyond them so <laughs> you know all that you need now is uh um is one of you to be a lion and then you could have the circle of life bad joke bad joke but. shame on you <laughs> <laughs> well hey you know what i think it's time for break okay so and we'll come back and smell boozy's bits later Ah, darn it. I don't want to smell his bits. Oh, no, you want to smell his farts. I want to hear them. I want to hear... Oh, no, no! Ah! Hailing frequencies open. Smoke Scale Aquatus here with another round of news for you. As of Wednesday, December 6th, here are your space headlines. Voyager 1's learned a new trick recently, one that could prolong her life. Recently, controllers were having more difficulty than they expected keeping her pointed at Earth so we can talk to her. They determined it's because her control thrusters are degrading. So, in an effort to spare them, they decided to try using her main course correction engines to orient the ship. Turns out, it worked rather nicely. So much so that they intend to use them full-time until they have no choice but to switch back over to the control thrusters. What's gonna cause that? Well, in order to use the main thrusters, which have been dormant for almost 40 years, they have to be warmed up, which means Voyager has to use electricity to run the heaters on all four engines. That costs power that there isn't much left of on board. Unlike satellites around Earth, Mars, or even Jupiter, Voyager doesn't have solar panels. She's powered by a radioisotope thermoelectric generator, or RTG for short. That can only put out so much power at a given time, and as the plutonium inside decays into a non-radioactive state, the amount of power it produces drops over time. Voyager has already had to shut off several of its power-hungry instruments, and eventually she'll run so low on power that nothing will be able to function. 
but for now, they can use the main thrusters until they don't have enough power to run the heaters. Then, they'll switch back over to the control thrusters. This has given the team a new way to orient vessels like Voyager. Like Voyager 2, for instance and it's helping prolong an already amazing mission which has flown so far, experts announced that she's in interstellar space. We're not sure how long she'll be with us, but for now, we're still getting data from her, and that is amazing. Depending on when you listen to this, and whether or not it actually happens, you might be able to watch the second ever flight of the Electron rocket from New Zealand. Rocket Lab, the manufacturer, is ready for Still Testing, the name of their second mission using the Light Class Lifter. Right now, it's still on track. They're going to carry a few CubeSats into low orbit if they can hit their target. Their first mission, this is a test, reached space but didn't manage to make it to orbit due to a malfunction. It was still considered a very successful mission given that they already reached space on their first try. The launch window is 4 hours long each day, and they have 10 days in which they can launch, starting on December 8th. So it might happen before you even hear this. Rocket Lab is looking to break into the small payload market, offering flights for less than $5 million per launch which is considerably less than piggybacking on larger flights. Not long ago, Russia launched a Soyuz 2-1B with 19 satellites on board bound for four different orbits. It never made it to its target and all the payloads were lost. Usually this would prompt the grounding of the entire launch vehicle, but it looks like the error was confined to just the frigate upper stage, and it might very well have been human error. This launch was out of Vostokny rather than Baikonur or Plzetsk, and the flight software that was loaded into the frigate didn't tell it that it was launching from Vostokny. So when it came time for the upper stage to make its circularizing burn to enter a parking orbit, it thought it was in the wrong place, tried to correct its course, and ended up deorbiting with all the payloads still stowed on board. Now, just a few days later, another Soyuz 21B launched, putting a Russian military intelligence satellite into orbit without issue. The trick there was it didn't use the frigate upper stage, so ground controllers decided it was fine to launch. The payload is called LOTOS, L-O-T-O-S, and it's a rather large 6-metric-ton probe for the Russian military, and the flight went without incident. What's really cool about this launch is, since the Soyuz is the most reliable rocket on Earth, it can launch in just about any weather conditions. And this time, you can see the launch site covered in snow. It's not something you see too often. Scientists have recently witnessed the birth of two baby worms in simulated Mars soil. We've been making mock-ups of the Martian regolith for a while now, trying to figure out the best way to grow plants, and ultimately crops, on Mars. Part of the problem is the soil there is biologically dead, no bacteria or insect life, among other things, to renew the soil over time. With these two baby earthworms doing so well in our simulation of the Martian soil, it gives us a stepping stone to launch from in cultivating plant life on Mars. This is going to be really important if we're going to colonize the Red Planet, and scientists are working every angle. There's still a lot of concerns, like how the Martian soil is sharper and pointier because there isn't weathering like here on Earth, and the presence of heavy metals in the soil on Mars. In spite of all that, scientists are encouraged by this. All their work is going towards making it possible to farm on another world. Here's some of the other headlines you'll hear about in the next episode of Committed to Launch. China launched a military imaging satellite out of Jiquan. Scientists have started picking the first targets for the James Webb Space Telescope. The GOES-S weather satellite arrived in Florida, where it will begin integration with its rocket for launch. And BEAM goes into overtime, getting an extension of service on the ISS. That's all for this round. You can hear more about these and other things happening in and around space on my podcast, Committed to Launch, over at CommittedToLaunch.com. You can follow at LaunchCommit on Twitter. Until next time, this is Smokescale Aquatus saying keep looking up, space fans.
having a reaction to the show topic so far? We want to hear about it. Send your response to this episode and get involved in the discussion. Cast at forwhatitsworth.com When the first went on <laughs> All right, it's time to do the thing. Rue, please cue the music. I do not know this song. All right, this episode of For What It's Worth has Patreon. Yes, Patreon, the newest technology enabling us to extract money from your wallet. Thank you to everybody who supports us. For some reason, they feel like money is worth it. This month, we have sold out to saying people's names as usual. We start off with Simone Parker, the Chinese furry, the one Chinese furry. Then we have Booga Snares, the creator of Meteor Showers. If you like hot hunks wearing thin, 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 thin spaghetti strap jocks, it's time to go read Meteor Showers for free because nobody pays for porn. Then we have Skylos. (laughs) Skylos, thank you. We have Swift. Guardian Lion, Loki Mutt, Cody. Of all people, Cody. I'm going to kill Cody you tonight not. in Splatoon. Really? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then lastly, and le- and not leastly, of course, but the person who you're always waiting to hear the name of because there's always a joke because he's just so damn delicious, especially when he's in supreme form. That's right. It's time for the Doritos Locos Taco. Thank you, Doritos Locos Taco. I'm going to call you Dokos, and I will pet you and plug you into my USB port and make you mine. Oh, my gosh. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, go to patreon.com slash FWIW, because we claimed the good acronym first. You can hear your name on the air next episode. Thank you so much for all your guys' donations. We really appreciate it. <laughs> there, I just feel like, like I'm doing like the micro machines ads. <laughs> oh, there's a throwback. I, I think me singing where it was kind of um, putting you off just a little bit. <laughs> um, well, it's kind of like when I used to play the Fibbage soundtrack behind you during a 30 second review. <laughs> so, okay, so let's go back to topic then. Multi generational furries. So the first thing we want to ask you, Anya, are you is are you dead? Are you surviving? <laughs> How are we treating you? I'm doing wonderful. Review us now. No. Um, <laughs> so, I'm, we, I'm blinking twice to show I'm here. <laughs> Please open your Yelp app now. <laughs> Can you Yelp. Um, so I, I've noticed, and the real question is how have your interactions changed, but we've talked about it a little bit, so I'm going to ask this instead. Do you, I know that you make furry noises, which. Garf? Yep. 
does your family like is that what your family does during thanksgiving like you're all just making like noises around the table (laughs) (laughs) this is a legit thing people want to know there have been uh, conversations of what exactly is a badger sound what exactly is a skunk sound and i'm like i will sit there and be like i'm a freaking kitsune i'm a fox i bark we can all bark just don't awo awo <laughs> nobody should awo we all agree there's a 300 dollar fine 350 i think it's up to 350 yeah yeah 350 <laughs> no awo don't awo <laughs> Actually, you know, I have a good friend of mine that her um, her license plate is Noah Wu, so that's great. <gasps> I want. I might get that plate. <laughs> I think I might. I mean, I have Super Bark, but <laughs> oh, that's tough. Um, do you guys you call each other by species Wu? name in your house? Very often, yes. Really, really. <laughs> uh, like, like, I'm sure there's so many people right now listening to this going. What an alternative reality that would be. Like, like, uh, so again, foreign. again, we are an odd bunch. <laughs> do, you, do you have like a family portrait of you all in character? I wish. I wish that. Uh, you totally should. I, I, awesome. I, I, I think I've got my next commission in mind. Then. <laughs> but it has to be like a nice oil painting. Exactly. Well, <laughs> you're all like, you're all like, you're all what like, the, like your with them sitting in Oh, we can totally just do the whole, yeah. I, I, I'm liking this. I'm liking this. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, somebody has to have a martini in their hand and a red dress. Called dibs. <laughs> dibs. <laughs> so, like, talk a little bit about... I, I want to actually ask you a little bit more about the sounds that you guys make. Arf? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Arf. Like, why do, why do you communicate that way? Why do you think the furries communicate that way? I know that's a little bit off topic, but... Because if you're in a crowded room, or, you know, like if you're at the airport or something, and you don't want to try to yell across the way, Mom, because you're going to get, like, 14 <laughs> people to turn around and be like, what? But if I go, bark, it carries a little better. And Time out. You're telling me you've been at the airport with your mom and screamed, bark, across the terminal, and she's been like, Oh? How do you think I get them to come pick me up? I stand that's corrected awesome. forever. Let the record show. I want... Wow. I think that's a great world. I think that's just cool. Like, just... I should do that to my husband. Absolutely. Fuck, you know, noise. I, I do it to Kura. And my... Or what you say is my second. You called him your second. I just help you remember. <laughs> forever. No, um, yeah, we'll make noises all the time. I mean, not in public though, but like, like, like when you're in bed. S- sometimes, sometimes <laughs> he'll no, not those type of noises, tugs. But it could just be like, Arf, what's going on? Like it, that. That's what that means. Like I used to make like those a little... noises a lot. No, I don't. Hmm. That's interesting. I'm just. Well, I'm still is that a thinking. sign of you falling out of the community? No, I, I host this handle? damn podcast. I can't leave even if I want. <laughs> <laughs> so, the one of the big questions, and of course we save the juicy stuff for later. Ooh, the furry special. fandom is a sexually open place. How does that relate to your family's interaction? Does everyone just not ask about it? Or does everyone not give a shit? Or is it somewhere in between? It's a little more they don't um, give a shit. <laughs> really? The, the, uh, that 
like the last time I was down in town visiting my folks, we were driving down the highway. They they let me drive the car because for some you're a reason. Big girl now. I, oh, I, my, <laughs> my feet reached the pedals. <laughs> And we're cruising along, doing 70, 75 down the high, down the freeway, you know, singing whatever's classic rock on the state on the radio, and and be like, oh, I just got this or that, and huh? Oh, excuse me. <coughs> oh, you're fine. I'm just like so, like you guys are unashamedly showing each other your art and stuff. Indeed. <laughs> and. You, you know where I'm coming from, right? Like that's, oh, that's yeah. not how most families interact. Like my family, like we have dinner and we we talk about some pretty risque stuff. But like I'm not getting to the point of knowing what my parents are up to. I mean, it was rather interesting when I was when the short time I was living with my ex and uh, he he was happened to be in the same fandom as Tugs and and they had uh, the closet full of supplies and. Uh, for reasons we weren't home when the when we got moved out, so my dad went and he's like, "Huh, it's a big collection of uh, of utens of supplies there." But I'm like, "Yeah, it's Bear's thing," and he's like, oh, "Okay," and just brush it off. <laughs> I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> so it surprises me to this day of what what my parents will come back and be like, "Oh, did you see X?" or "Are you following like Heather Bruton or something?" Like, "Am I following Heather Bruton? Come on." <laughs> Oh, I'm just, that would be like me watching my parents move and seeing like a box of whips and chains or something. Like, yeah, it... <laughs> I'm breaking, like, Rue, help! <laughs> oh, could you just imagine? Yeah, yeah just t- everybody should just take a moment and try to picture... You're fu- just imagine. Yeah, just imagine. <laughs> and then once here, we will stop. We're stopping right now, <laughs> and you are going to take that moment, and you are going to imagine. <laughs> imagine a cinnamon. We're evil people. <laughs> That's okay. I'm innocent. That's... Oh, exactly. I'm innocent too. Ah, I smell bullshit. Great. The, 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 we have two innocent foxes here. Or Kitsune and a fox. I, uh, know they're I, I, I will totally take the innocent fox title because I have claimed that <laughs> 110%. Wait, 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 wait here. I am the most innocent fox. In I am the most family. humble and most innocent. So there. Uh, you're taking my jokes. Where have you came from? I like everything that's happening. <laughs> You understand me. I have found my people. <laughs> this is awesome. So, do you not, are you aware then? Does like you and your mom will commission naughty art separately and like show each other? Is this, is this where we're at? <laughs> or is it incidental? Uh, to, so to how, this day, um, to this day, neither me nor my mom has actually commissioned the art. We just observe it. Oh, okay. Because yeah, okay. she's going to call you like, I'm at the tub, and I just got this great piece, and all these details. You're like, ah! Or like, oh, yeah, that's pretty good. Let's talk about this academically. It's a little more the academic level. Oh. Like, it's I just, it's so, I'm not, I don't think it's bad. I'm just, it's, it's so it's just foreign to me. I, I know it's strange. and No, foreign. 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 That, that's a good way to put it. That's a good way to put it. Because, yeah, it's just not the casual Sunday night conversation. 
you're just in a really rare position. Like if you really think I don't about want it, you that. Community, you uh, yes, yes. The positions. You think about the position. <laughs> but if you really think about it, like you're a very rare breed. Oh, in the fact I, that I am a uh, straight hetero female in the fandom that happens to have very accepting parents. Well, no, that that your parents are furries as well, and they also <laughs> look at furry porn, and yeah, you know, there there's a lot of apples not falling far from trees in our family. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> because I mean, there's a lot of um, furries. Like the number one question that we get asked all the time is, "How do you come?" Come out to your parents. Uh, yes. How do you come? How do you come out to your parents? <laughs> and I feel terrible for folks. I, I honestly do. I'm like, I have never had the struggles that I've seen my friends suffer through. And I've had poor friends break down on my shoulder. Like, why can't my parents be cool like yours? And I'm so like. So what, what do you say to them? I say, you know, I, I try to comfort and. I will say, well, if 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 your if your family doesn't want you, the fairy fandom does. And again, this is you kind know, of where the badger mom in my in my mom comes out, and she'll be like, she has taken in some folks that have been kicked out of their home, and you know we, we're just a large accepting family, and <laughs> you do you're you're very lucky. You're very lucky to have. I, I do count. I, I do count myself blessed. I, I really do. <laughs> I mean, oh. I know that you have your own things that you're going through. You know, oh, absolutely. You, you can't say that. Oh, I'm the most luckiest person in the world. But, um, you know, is that aspect of being able to have the parents right there for you? I think that's awesome. I think we have another email, don't we? Um, let's see. Um. That's Mosses? Uh, no. Oh, no. That's for Mailbag. Sorry. We don't have another email. Let me just kill the cadence right now. Bam. <laughs> no. My pony. <laughs> <laughs> what? My pony. <laughs> what? <laughs> Princess cadence of the, the... This is not that fandom. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I am a proud sister. <laughs> and you're apparently breaking... Wow. Did you hear that, Rude? Everything just started to shake. Uh, I heard something, yeah. What's going on? Uh, no, I just... She slapped the water bottle down <laughs> the table. It's not important. Oh, okay. <laughs> She's a proud sister and destroying the studio. Rawr. <laughs> so, what other interesting things do you find you have being a multi-generational furry? It, well, it is fun to be able to say... Like, oh, where do we need to go on family vacation? I'm like, well, what con's going on where? And <laughs> will we be in the neighborhood for this con or that con? And uh, and it, it, it helps to to feed a particular obsessions of my of myself and like it it's well known that I have a very large plush fox collection and <laughs> it's Barbie. nice to how large, how large you need to Give us a little bit more detail. How oh, large? Half a bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, not a unit of measurement. Half a bedroom. Half a, be a I, desk I, of Cheez-Its. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> what is a bedroom exactly? 
She's thinking. I'm, I'm trying to think spatially. I, I, and this is where see math skills fa- fail me. That's where I start slipping up. Uh, Do you oh. think that you could fill two great big huge entertainment centers worth a plush? Oh, easily. That's not <laughs> an instrument. An entertainment <laughs> an center, entertainment. a room, a desk of Jesus again. <laughs> Okay, you've got I, I, a lot of thoughts. I want to say, think of your standard hotel room, your standard, the like, queen size bed of a hotel room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That box okay. of space, probably one and a half of those. Do you like square fall back into it like the pile of leaves? Oh, I wish that <laughs> <laughs> they're all up gently on a on a shelf, and I I can send along pictures for the website if need be, but because <laughs> no. I I know I'm I'm a visual learner and. Does does your family also collect plush? Oh, I have so <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Though it's a lot harder to find badger plush versus fox plush. So, <laughs> what do you think it is within our furry community? Just to touch lightly on that, like, why do you think that we collect so many plushes? Why do you um, collect so many? Um, it's a great physical embodiment of of th- this thing that I love. That I love foxes just flat out. And that I have some that are a physical representation. Which is fair. Uh, That's awesome. Do you know any other multi-generational furries? Do you have like a secret club? (laughs) Oh, I'm trying to think. There's very few. I'm going to say that it's few and far between. Yeah, I know my brother. (laughs) Yeah, see? (laughs) No, no, no. Not inside your family. Not not in my own circle, (laughs) To my knowledge, I'm the only one in my social circles. Uh, you know, our family's the only family in our social circles. I wish we had like a badge to give you, not like a full <laughs> trophy because that's hard to carry. Like, but, psh, I will. The I, clan, <laughs> not that clan, the A clan. That I should be very clear about these clans. Tugs, tugs. <laughs> So someone is going to probably listen to this and go, I am so jealous. What would you say to them? I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Suck it. (laughs) I I, I hate to be like all, uh, how to put that? Uh, We usually call it douchey. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I will be 110% say that I I don't want to be that douche, but... (laughs) Okay, okay, let's rephrase the question. Here you go. Put yourself in your mom's shoes. What would your mom say to that question? Oh, that's not very nice. <laughs> what? Uh, no. I, oh, I didn't mean to be mean. I, I know. Oh. So again, back to the, the badger mom thing of, well kind of falls back to that I'm sorry your family isn't accepting and uh, God I, I'm not sure how she would she'd just she'd she, just eat the cobra she'd be done with this I'm assuming honey badger honestly <laughs> she gives no she, fucks she, she is an American badger but there's definitely honey badger to her as well but that's uh, alright it was an unfair question no, that's, I'm sorry no, that's fine that's fine it's I, I have not really been approached very much as far as someone expressing 
Really? Well, the, the, that's going to be what's happening with people. Oh, yeah. Now like, now that the floodgates are open. And, yeah, like, oh, I want a family like that. And some people will say, well, you have a furry family. But it's still not the it's same still as not the blood same. family. <laughs> like, I, like, I don't know. I guess if you're jealous... See, see I'm now, now I'm imagining my family all being furry, and I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Abort. Oh, that would have been terrible. <laughs> what would you do, Rue? What would you do, Rue? If, like, if, if you felt jealous and I said, okay, now imagine your mom's trying to get into the fandom. What would you do? You know, I, I don't know if I could be part of the fandom. I'll be honest. You want like, your mom to join the fandom? You know, okay, so my mom's really cool. She's she's awesome, you know. They, they've gone, came a long way. Um, over the years Obviously and, and you know here. they're fairly accepting and you know what I think it would be cool to kind of share it with her you know but do you really want to have so, like sexy conversations with your mom <laughs> uh no no that would be that would be hard like, to, like your mom's do. like oh yeah I'm totally into macro right now and <laughs> vor and I'm gonna get art of me eating you I oh I feel so uncomfortable <laughs> but what if she farted and what you smelled you, it what would you do what if you, what would you do if your mom did that? I don't want my mom to do that. So I Okay, but but so she came up to you and said, Hey hun, smell this. And what would you you know, the, you know this is an extension of is that whole what if you ran into your family at a con, which comes after the question of what would you do if you ran into a coworker or a friend at a con? Yeah. This is that next level. This, this is what this yeah, is. yeah, this is advanced awkward. <laughs> advanced awkward. Okay, okay. So I don't I don't think I've ever explained how my family found out um I was actually a friend. Well wait, wait. Before so, you tell that story, I just want to say that everyone needs to be imagining you in a white shirt, a black tie, knocking on your mom's door going, Mom, I would like to speak with you about furry. <laughs> All right, continue now. So I went to Rocky Mountain for a con. Woo, Yay! represent. Yeah, represent Rocky Mountain. Um, and I, I didn't tell my parents that I was going to a furry convention. I said, oh, I'm just going to a comic book convention or like some sort of like fun convention just to go to. Mm -hmm. They were so worried because it was like the first time I ever went out of state w without them really knowing exactly what was going on. And my family likes to know, like back then, they really wanted to know everything about my life. Mm. And... Um, yeah, they ended up pulling up a, a picture of me at the, um, <gasps> the parade, and they saw me wearing a tail, and they were they thought that I had joined some <laughs> sort of a cult. <laughs> it Classic. was hilarious. It was funny. It was a lot of fun conversations after that. But anyways, there's my little story. <laughs> Oh. They actually asked me that. They're like, "Are you part of a cult?" Are you part of a cult? I, I've heard that. I've heard that. From friends. Why? Yes. I was like, <laughs> we dress up in costumes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, anywho, are you going to make another furry? Do you oh. want to make another furry, <laughs> or do you, would you? If you had a kid, would you not raise them furry? Oh gosh. If if we were to have children, I could fully imagine, but like, we would be slapping the tail on the little infant, and we would be. But there, the, there's, you know, what I'm saying? there's a point where like onesies and stuff have that. Yeah, stuff exactly. Anyway. Um, but, but there would be, honestly, for me, it would be awkward if they weren't in the in the fandom as they grew up, because it just. Why. Because. <laughs> I have a twisted view of the world <laughs> of 
uh, uh, always been always been a bit of a my entire family has been a bunch of nerds. We're classic, uh, you know. I was going to Trek cons when I was like five years old, and and so I grew the up. The Empire in, Strikes Back con. Oh my god! I'm going to murder you. <laughs> Star Trek, The Empire Strikes Back. Okay, headphones off, I'm out. I am so out. Star Wars, The Next Generation. You out. Hey, we can all agree that Enterprise was terrible. Damn straight. Okay. What? What? Shut up. Don't be don't be Rusifer right now. We need to hear about her her future progeny. But 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 let's see. It's um Voyager. Voyager's the best. It is it is pretty awesome. There's coffee in this nebula. Now be quiet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, like like would you raise your kid to be a kid soon? Like like I can't even imagine some of these conversations. Like, Mom, I just don't feel like I'm that species. Like <laughs> You're a cryptid, and you'll accept it. <laughs> but but you were oh, saying anyway. So, so you know, I didn't even let you finish your previous thought. So so I, that's one of my deep deep dear dark fears is I I have a kid and they get to that awkward teenage phase and all of a sudden they're a jock and <laughs> that's <laughs> so so you would rather have them be a furry I would rather have a than... fur than a, than a football player. <laughs> See, and I, I don't want to put, I don't want to risk putting words in your mouth or, or skewing a, a true answer. Just knowing you, I feel like for you, furry is so core to your identity. It's hard to imagine a world where it's not there. It, it really is. It's just, I, uh, I definitely look through at the world through not rose colored glasses, but fur, 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 fur mesh. You like open your eyes and then there's just like fur instead of eyeball. Yeah, basically. <laughs> That's, a, that's an interesting image. So, so it would be weird for you then to not. It have would be a kid. strange if I if I didn't have furry in in my household. <laughs> yeah, or non furry. Yeah. Right? Huh. I, I just I think everyone is stopping and thinking about should I have furry kids? I no, that's what I that's why I'm thinking about. I'm completely gone thinking about a world with me having a kid. And, you can't and have having a kid. like a little. Little mini fursuit person. I, you know what? I, th- I can adopt. Are you serious? You should try really hard with your second <laughs> to make a kid. Try as hard <laughs> as you can. Every night. Just- Every night you try and see if you can make a baby. I think that would be great. You should do that. <laughs> this is like making In fact, fire. you know what? I'm going to go do that right now. <laughs> Peace Goodbye, out. He's guys. gone. We need to make a kid. <laughs> Time for childhood. Do you have a child? <laughs> Ah, man, I wonder what we would do with pregnancy tests. Oh. Huh. <laughs> There's like, Anywho. instead of one line, it's like a tail. <laughs> okay, well, I think it's time for us to go listen to Boozy's Bits, then we'll come back and get final thoughts and close this up. So we will be back. Hello, and welcome to Get Psyched with Dr. Nuka. Imagine that you're having a conversation and you chime in with some interesting little fact or tidbit of trivia. Your friends go, ooh, that's interesting. And then they ask, where'd you hear that from? And that's when it hits you. You have no idea. You know you've heard it before and you're pretty sure it was from somewhere reputable. 
maybe like a textbook or a science class or, or a documentary or something. For the life of you, you just can't remember where you heard it from, but you're sure it was a credible source. Have you ever had this happen to you? Even worse, did your supposedly credible source ever turn out to be something really sketchy, like a BuzzFeed article or an infomercial? If it's happened to you, don't feel bad. You're not alone. In fact, it happens so often that social psychologists even have a name for it, the sleeper effect. Put simply, the sleeper effect happens when you remember a piece of information, but forget where it came from. Now, because you can't remember where it came from, your default response is to just assume it had some moderate level of credibility. This happens because the fact, and where the fact came from, are two separate pieces of information and, as such, they're stored in two different but connected nodes in our mind. Over time, the connection between these two nodes can deteriorate or simply fail to activate, causing us to remember the fact, but not where the fact came from. As a result, when we know a fact but don't recall from where, we tend to assume we had a good reason to remember it and, as such, we assume it came from a moderately credible source. So what does this mean, practically speaking? Well, let's say you heard a fact from a very reputable source, like a scientist or a textbook. A month later, due to the sleeper effect, you'll likely remember the facts, but not necessarily where you heard it from. As such, you'll assume the fact came from a moderately credible source, when in fact it actually came from a very credible source. The result is a net drop in the fact's overall credibility. Now, in a world where people could stand to be a little bit more skeptical about the things they believe, this isn't entirely a bad thing. The problem arises when the reverse happens. You hear a fact from a source that's very dubious or just plain wrong, like a commercial or a con man or someone trying to peddle junk science. You remember the fact, and you're confident that you'll remember that it's bullshit. But then a month rolls by. Due to the sleeper effect, there's a good chance you'll remember the fact, but not where it came from. And by assuming it came from a moderately credible source, you actually end up giving it more credibility than it deserves. In fact, this is one of the reasons why rumors, junk science, urban legends, and debunked misconceptions are so hard to stamp out. And in case you think this is just idle speculation, psychologists have done experiments showing the sleeper effect in action. In a 1978 study by Gruder and colleagues, participants read an article talking about the value of, of a four-day work week. Sometimes they were told that it came from a reputable source, while other times they were told that the article had been completely debunked. To no one's surprise, those who read the credible article were more likely to support a four-day work week than those who read a debunked article. But what happened when they brought up those same people into the lab a month later? This time, the answers were virtually indistinguishable from one another. Both groups somewhat supported a four-day work week, in part because they remembered the arguments but forgot the source of the argument. Those who read the credible source forgot that it was credible, while those who read the debunked article forgot that it had been debunked. As a result, both groups somewhat agreed with the article's premise to the point where the credibility had pretty much nothing to do with how credible people actually said it was. So what does this have to do with the furry fandom? Well, it's a predominantly online fandom, and the internet is the wild west when it comes to information. We're bombarded with information, credible and non-credible, every day. From news, to rumors, to idle speculation, to full-blown misinformation. And if you're not careful and you don't keep your guard up, you may catch yourself believing and propagating a lot of the misinformation and misconceptions out there, 
not because you're a bad person who intends to spread information, but simply because of the sleeper effect. If we want the rumor mill and misinformation within and outside our fandom to stop, it has to start with us. The take home message is this, we're all susceptible to the sleeper effect. Sadly, learning about it won't change the way your brain works and can't really make you immune to it. However, learning about it can make you realize that you're susceptible to it and let you take measures to protect yourself from it. For example, the next time you're chiming in to add a fact to the conversation, stop and ask yourself if you remember exactly where it came from. If you don't, be a bit skeptical about it and ask yourself whether the source is really as credible as you might think. In the Google age, there's no excuse to not stop and take five seconds to fact check yourself. This has been a quick look at the sleeper effect. I'm Dr. Nuka, thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time on Get Psyched. It's worth. Brought to you by For What It's Worth Scout Cookies. Yes, For What It's Worth Scout Cookies. Don't worry, that's just frosting. With the holidays in full swing, a home just isn't a home without some tasty treats within easy reach. Why go to all the trouble of baking your own cookies when For What It's Worth can save you the hassle? Vetted by resident cookie czar, Ruchi C. Lexico, our cookies are guaranteed to be of superlative quality. Why, your taste buds won't know what hit them. That is, if we can get Rue to stop eating the product. Share some love this holiday by buying everyone you know a box of For What It's Worth Scout cookies, made from real scouts. And if you're on a diet, you can still support the show by contributing to the For What It's Worth Patreon campaign. There are several levels available, including one where, for an entire episode, that handsome voiceover artist reads from the phone book. Just switch on your computomatic and use the punch card to take you to patreon.com slash fwiw. Careful not to fold it or scuff the edges. Every little bit helps the show and means that Ruin Tugs can keep making it. Lazy, greedy bums wanting to get paid for work? Why can't you just do it for the exposure? Seriously, just take off your pants and you'll have plenty of exposure. For what it's worth, Scout Cookies. Review the age of consent laws in your state before inviting said scout inside. And now for today's secret code. 8, 19, 3, 19, 25, 22, 9, 5, 8, 24, 12, 9, 23, 9. Good luck. We're going to get some final thoughts as far as second generation furries. So tell us your final thoughts. What's the one thing you want to talk about furries. that we didn't get to? What's the one thing you want people to know? Like literally, it's really quiet, and the lid on her water bottle just went pop and started opening. I, I can see that your water bottle is very aroused it, by this like, question. You foxes on your water bottle, of course. I don't, see how freaking adorable is this? Yeah, it is cute. I think that's a great final thought. How adorable is this? <laughs> Anything else that you have to say for? The listeners out there. The listeners. I can't believe you people are listening to me ramble. I really can't. <laughs> because as as Tugs know, knows, I'm a quite quiet, soft-spoken person. But 
<laughs> look at you. But you know, at, usually the quiet talking to soft, the whole damn internet. Yeah. <laughs> All of the internet. All of the usually, internet. <laughs> usually the soft-spoken um, people have the best advice because instead of just saying and flapping your lips, you're actually like observing and taking everything in and really kind of learning about the world around you. So <laughs> I wanted to say thank you for being our guest today. You know, you, you've done an amazing job, so we appreciate it. Oh, thank you for having me and triple tail wags to all. <laughs> triple tail wags. Triple tail wags. Ah, TM ah, registered trademark. Registered trademark. Copyright. Right. So <laughs> if somebody wants to reach out to you and talk to you about, um, you know, maybe there's another second generation furry out there or, you know, they have some pieces of advice that they would like to ask you, how would they reach out to you? Uh, they can follow me on the Twitter at Anya Silverfur, A-N-Y-A Silverfur. Um or you can shoot an email to the podcast here and I imagine they will pass it along to me and I'm full and willing to uh, sit and speak to folks. I can't say I agree with great advice, but I always love to provide an ear and I'm listening. You're seasoned <laughs> as Mrs. Dash. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time for a button. All right, we've pulled the zipper down. It's time for the mailbag. That's right. It's time for the mailbag. We have that zipper wide open. And Yay! we're going to start with Rivet's Make email. Make it wider. <laughs> nope, that's the, that's the tale. All right, Rue, will you read Rivet's email, see if we play? I will. It says, from a wolf. From a wolf. Rivet's email? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yes. So it says, hi, Rue and Tugs, and insert name of guest slash guest here. My name is R Rivet, and Rivet. I Rivet. wanted it. <laughs> I've been in the fandom since Zootopia came out. Yes, Aww, I'm a Zoot Zootopia fur. Anywho, I was wondering what it takes for a young fur such as myself to explore the fandom more. Thanks for an amazing podcast ribbit so um because i read it um uh, what i would recommend you know continue listening that's why we have this podcast is you know for furs that are coming into the community and also furs that want to learn a little bit more about their own community so we have tons and tons of information there you can also learn a lot from your local community Wow, I almost feel like I almost said like local library or something well, like check that. Check your furries <laughs> at your local library. <laughs> what check advice Robin would you Hood guys have? And... <laughs> oh, Anya and I are having a moment of oh, babies. You're so cute. <laughs> okay, so half the audience just died. Um, you know, really, we get that question a lot, and I feel like the answer is the same, but we haven't actually answered that in a long time. But I think a lot of the things are the same. So if you're like Rue yet, Facebook, um, check around. And other than that, there's Meetup or, you know, just uh, start perusing popular furry sites. You know, there's Weasel, F.A., etc. And uh, you'll make connections that way. Just uh, just takes a little bit of effort. I don't know, Anya, what do you say? Uh, I'm just going to echo the, the Meetup, the 
ha uh, having the internet and social media that we have nowadays is incredible. Oh, absolutely. I mean, shoot, when I fell into the fandom, the first thing I read was the Vanity Fair article. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still here. <laughs> That's awesome. The so, Vanity yeah. Fair article that Tugs was in? <laughs> no, no, I was in Penthouse. Oh, oh, I thought you were in the Vanity Fair. I know, the only guy who didn't have to write Penthouse to get in. <laughs> All right, any other comments on this email, or shall we move to Kira? Uh, let's move okay. to Kira. Okay, she says, Hey, Rue, Tugs, and Guest. It's me, Kira, the introducer of any whore. Oh, my heart. Uh, it's been a while since we've had any whore. And currently part-time digital artist. I was listening to the Mega Blocks of Success episode and listening to your opinions on, ed on education and how it can affect getting jobs. As a college graduate, I can tell you that you forgot something very important. That it's possible that your college education will be the reason why you can't get the job you want. Be prepared to be told you are overqualified. It has happened to me and quite a few people that I've talked to in job threads. It doesn't seem to happen often, but it does happen and it's bullshit. Especially if it's in the job in the field you studied for. It happened to me and I don't even like my field of study. <laughs> college is important, but it also depends on where you live and where you are planning on getting work. Also, if you're fresh from college and have no experience, remember that volunteer work counts as experience, it's just unpaid. Now, allow me to go on a tangent. Choose a field of study you're actually passionate about, not what will get you the most amount of money. I chose a field of study that I neither like or am particularly good at. I wasted years of my life studying translation and interpretation, and I absolutely hated every day of study. If I had been smart, I would have pulled out, haha, and taken the time to think about what I really wanted to do and gone for that field. The only reason I did get my degree was because a teacher told me that I couldn't, that I basically wasn't smart enough to finish, so I have a degree that I hate out of spite. Don't like, don't be like me. Don't let pride get in the way. If you can't or don't like it, don't do it. If you need to take a year off to reflect, do it. Don't be ashamed of making a mistake. It's so much better to be, or to, it's so much better to waste a year reflecting on yourself than to have wasted many years fighting for grades you don't care about. Sorry this is so long, I just have feelings. Lick Kira. I don't know what lick means. Hi. <laughs> Love. <laughs> Do you know Kira? Oh gosh, I know several. You know. So it, <laughs> but this is a very familiar story to me. Again, Go ahead. Again, friends have gone through it. Um, in my own personal case, it took me about 10 years outside of high school before I went into college and I only did community college so I haven't I haven't even finished my own degree myself but that's definitely the don't go for the money go for what you're passionate about it, it is true like you don't have to have a degree but if you're gonna have a degree get a degree in something you want it in and Rue's just nodding <laughs> no, I, yeah, I'm just nodding. I mean, no, I'm just thinking of my college days and, um, you know, I have an associate's degree and I went back to school to, um, to get a bachelor's in animation um, because I wanted to work for um, Pixar and different things like that. But, you know, I, I just didn't have the, the ability to, to draw really well. You know, I was really good at doing modeling and stuff like that. And, um, you know, as far as using the computer, but 
I need I need to up the drawing. And so I did what I could to try to to do it, but it just got to a certain point and and maybe it sounds like I gave up on my dream. That's not that's not it. My my life has changed, you know. Time has gone on and I have other interests now. So that fill didn't, you know, it wasn't something that I was interested in anymore. I didn't want what? to sit in a a booth and just animate little figures all day long. I wanted to do something else. I wanted to be with people and do things, you know, to help people. So that's what, why I'm in the field that I'm in now. What what so what did you end up filling your time with? Who did you end up filling <laughs> your time with? Don't answer any of these questions. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I think that's it for the mailbag. So zip it back up. Zip it back up, tugs. Zip, zip it back up. up. All right. And now it's time <laughs> Have you commented on the site yet? It's time to be reminded in housekeeping. I really got to redo this bumper, but I, I just, Motel 6 is funny. <laughs> Someone remixed the theme is funny. <laughs> all right, so it's time for housekeeping, the part of the show where we tell you all the things that don't fit anywhere else. So we want to thank our wonderful support cast, Fire Breath. We want to thank Voss and Koru. They all do things that we don't have to. Because they're here. Foss, we yes, care. Yes, thank you so much for your guys' help. And um, we also wanted to ask you guys if you wouldn't mind, you know, taking just a minute to comment on our site. It makes it look like people actually listen to the show. <laughs> but not only that, um, I've been noticing that we've been lacking a lot on our iTunes um, reviews and different things like that. So, you know, if you have um, anything good to say about the podcast or if you want to, like, leave a negative comment, hey, we love reading those too. <laughs> comments are good. <laughs> yeah, comments are good. Leave them. Also, if you don't want to leave a comment but you still like the show that much, tell a friend. Then tell them to listen. Then we get more listeners. Yes. Um, also, we have a Telegram group. We A Telegram group. Thank you. We would absolutely love it if you would come join us. Um, if you would like to, just um, message the show, and we'll go ahead and add you there. Yep. Sorry, Miners ruined it. Yeah. Damn kids. <sighs> Look, we get it, but sorry. Uh, <laughs> but we'll let anyone in who asks who is of age, and yeah, there's only five simple rules. And it's fun, and you can uh, get show alerts. It's a new thing. So um, if you want an alert of when an episode comes out, we've been doing that for a while, but if you want an alert saying, hey, you should go ahead and submit your thing for the next topic, we will, we will start doing those. In fact, we did it for this episode. It's actually really, really helpful to have that community. They, they help us out so much, so yep. thank you so much. Props to Lyric for the suggestion on the alerts, by the way. Woo-woo. All right. Um, we are on social media at For What It's Worth. Search for For What It's Worth on the Facebook Plus For What It's Worth. If you have Google Plus for some reason, I do. Um, and then we are on uh, unofficially on other groups, but those are the official ones. So, um, again, is there anything that you would like to plug? What's going on in guest? your life? A whole heck of a lot of nut. Nothing. <laughs> so, uh, free cuddle party at Anya's. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, just funny enough I am actually going to be seeing the parents this next weekend so I will send all the love from all of the for what it's worth community and say 
say that there is love for the family out in the internet. It's awesome. true. Okay. We do love you guys. So thank you so much. Thank you for coming again coming again on the episode. Thanks again for having me. This has been fantastic. Okay, so our next episode, it's the tradition and it's time. Gratitude. Rather than sit around talking about the holidays and also because it's a protest against the greed of the holidays time, we want to hear what you're thankful for because we don't really spend enough time in our lives doing that, being grateful. So send your emails. You've got plenty of time, about a week and a half from the time you hear this if you listen to it on release day. And we will be recording it, I believe, in our Salt Lake studio because I'm going back down. But uh, get your emails now so we can have a really good, heartfelt episode. And we'll see you then. Awesome. You know, we would also really enjoy it if you sent audio files to us. We definitely accept those. And if you want to give a shout out to somebody that's important to you, that you're grateful for, please feel free to send us an audio file. Um, and that's at cast at forwhatitsworth.com. So, this has been Rue. This is Tugs. This has been Anya. And you've been listening to For, For What, what it's, it's Worth. Oh, you do know how to do it. You have listened. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>